welcome to the PC Talk podcast series. My name is Temba, and uh, today we are joined by Glenis Vegotini, soon to be Dr. Glenis Vegotini, who's going to talk to us about the research that she has been conducting. As part of the deliverables in terms of the PCTA Real Research Partnership, Real undertook to design and produce a number of podcasts. The intention of this PCTA podcast series is firstly to showcase the findings of key research or key areas of research conducted on behalf of the PCTA, and secondly, to reflect and engage with some of the key issues that are facing the public service sector in terms of issues around skills, capabilities, competence and capacity. Now, the purpose of these podcasts with real researchers is for each project to share the research focus, the findings, and of course, the recommendations. Glynis, welcome and thank you so much for joining us. Good day. Thank you for having me and it's a pleasure to share the research that was done by our team. Thank you so much. Now, I understand that you were focusing on the stream of jobs, occupations and qualifications. Can you please briefly tell us what was this research project about? So the, in the main, this research project was the second project in a range of different research projects that PCTA had commissioned a real to conduct. And this one focused mainly on jobs, occupations and qualifications in the South African public service sector. And this was done with a view to develop a framework for mapping occupations to qualifications. Uh, the research activities, they provided a response to two main questions. So firstly, it looked at what are the links between jobs, occupations and qualifications. And secondly, it examined how to align work tasks of a job, the core knowledge and qualifications of an occupation, and the contextual needs of specific departments within the public service sector. So these two questions were really crucial, and it really tried to assist the PCTA in supporting education and training interventions that they usually have in the public sector, mm. and for guiding mm. departments in identifying their skill requirements. No, thank you so much. I mean, I can imagine how much of a mammoth task it is. Um, I mean, here at the center, we always emphasize how difficult it is to link those three categories or those three phenomena, jobs, occupations, and qualifications. Can you then delve a bit deeper on what was the central problem or concern that the research was trying to address? So what the PCTA indicated was that their main problem was that they faced numerous challenges around occupational data that they receive from different departments or different levels of government. And this makes it very difficult for them to plan their educational offerings to their stakeholders. So the problem that had to be investigated was to know or to understand how or why the PCTA is putting together the relevant education interventions to support the sector's workers so that they can actually provide a more capable state. Mm. No, thank you so much. And then what would you say were the objectives that were selected to unpack this concern? 
So I would say with this concern in mind, there were several objectives within this research project. We tried to get a deeper understanding of the meaning of jobs, occupations and qualifications. So this was really on a conceptual level, understanding these three concepts. Another objective was to highlight different mapping processes and different tools when mapping jobs, occupations and qualifications for skills planning. And these two objectives were really brought together through a literature review that was done on specific conceptual understanding of these concepts and processes and tools. Further, another objective was to provide or to develop a mapping framework. And this included different factors and different sources of information that the department would need to take into consideration when they map or during their mapping process. So five occupations were mapped from the PCTA's 10 priority occupations. And so we had two frameworks that were developed, an initial framework, and this was then taken to a number of workshops. And also it was taken to interviewees to consider. And after consultation in those two processes, we then came up with a revised framework, which can be used by the PCTA. In those workshops and the interviews, we also identified challenges in the mapping process. Mm. Then we were able to make these broad recommendations in line with the challenges on how to best actually approach the mapping process. Mm. No, fascinating. Thank you so much. I mean, you know, these objectives that you're now presenting set us up very nicely for the remaining uh, three questions that we're going to have. So you spoke about the various challenges and the recommendations, etc. But um, can we please start with the main findings that emerged from this research? What would you say these were? So the findings that evolved from the research, some of them, um, and mainly from the workshops and interviews, were was that occupational mapping processes vary significantly from what occurs in the sectoral skills planning authority and what occurs in different um, public services sector organizations such as your national bodies or your training providers or your different departments at local and national levels and provincial levels. So there's a real big difference between how mapping processes actually occur. Also, from a public service perspective, jobs, occupations, qualifications, mapping process, they primarily use job descriptions in the OCS. Um, and then they only use the OFO when reporting on occupational skills plan. Um, and the process is used for public service departments recruitment, for their remuneration, for performance management and career progression activities. So, so this is what we found was um, one of the findings. While also, when we reviewed training requirements for entering the public service sector, the specific challenge raised is that defini definitions of occupations and jobs 
need to be a lot more detailed when you're mapping. And they have to relate jobs and occupations to the requirement of skills and, uh, and qualifications to practice. So mm -hmm. this finding uh, needs to also be seen in the context of the current effort to professionalize the public service sector. Mm. Oh, I hear you very well. Very, very fascinating. I mean, for me, what becomes pertinent, um, especially with regards to the research that we've done, is that, um, you know, the everyday use of the OCS and the special occasions use of the OFO only when reporting to the PCTA, which is quite interesting um, in terms of the disjunctures that it creates and um, the misalignments that it creates. But um, continuing from there, what would you say these findings mean for the public service sector? And how would you say this adds to our body of knowledge in terms of what do we need to build a capable state? So I would say that, <clears throat> sorry, this, this research provided the public service sector with much better insights into the link between jobs, occupations, and qualifications from a conceptual perspective, right? So doing the literature review and providing an understanding how these concepts link to each other was quite crucial. Then also, empirically, through the research mapping framework that was developed, um, the sector could then have a much more systematic methodology of mapping. And these are really the two main um, areas that would benefit the PCTA and the public service sector. So in the first question that I mentioned earlier, which focused on the links between jobs, occupations, and qualifications, this was answered through, our, through the provision of this conceptual and empirical understanding. And the concepts that were explained in the literature were concepts like what are jobs, what are occupations, what is knowledge, and what is qualifications. The framework that was developed was founded on this literature and then brought together these concepts in a really meaningful way for us. And the framework therefore enables one to capture information from various sources in a more holistic, systematic manner. So the second question that we, we looked at, which was about the alignment of tasks of a job, the core knowledge, the qualifications of an occupation and the contextual needs, this highlighted the importance of how users should analyze the information that they gather. It's also very crucial to note that some information may align easily while others never do. So the critical thing is that in the process of analyzing information, user discretion actually becomes really paramount. Mm. Mm. Hmm. Okay, no, 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 I hear you. I hear you very, very well. Can you still hear me? Oh, okay. Okay, no, 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 I hear you. Um, and then finally, can you please explain what are the recommendations that emerged to address the problem that you've researched? And uh, a second part to that question, what do these recommendations then mean in terms of how we locate 
the issue of skills within the public service sector? So the main recommendation I would think that emanates from this research um, is that the mapping framework which was developed through this research provides the public service sector with a systematic methodology to strengthen how public servants go about doing their skills planning and it should be used to improve alignment between jobs, occupations and qualifications. And with saying this, I would say that all of the above that we've just discussed, even though it can be quite complex and indirect, they impact on policy formulation, they impact on implementation, and ultimately, not only the public service sector's understanding of demand-side dy dynamics, but also the quality and efficacy of its education and training supply-side interventions. Mm. Mm. Yeah, no, certainly. Very, very interesting work uh, that you've done, Clinis. And um, that brings us to the end of our conversation this morning. Thank you so much for your work in the field of jobs, occupations, and qualifications within the public service sector. Thank you very much, Temba. Thanks for the opportunity. <laughs>